Music and fun. Miskin Radio. It's Wednesday between 7 and 8. Uh, it's the Kieran Paul Sessions. Last week we had Tim Elson performing live and you can listen to the best bits by subscribing to our podcast on your phone. Just click subscribe. It's that easy. And as well, this week new to subscribers is an extra bonus episode each week uh, with a bit of comedy. So the first one came out yesterday, so do check that out. Uh, today's show kicked off with Only For A Day by Ryan Weeks and Glass Peaks with Hold Me Closer. I'm actually just recovering my breath because I just ran into the other studio to get my Vaseline, so forgive me for that. Um, this is the epic. show where we bring you guests from comedy, acting and music with live performances. And all the new music in the next hour is from uh, your local area, including a world exclusive from Medway band Abandon Alex later on. But it's all about guests. So our first guest tonight is comedian Catherine Mather. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Kieran. And our musician in session tonight is Toby Hawkins, a.k.a. Pedestrian Zero. Welcome, Toby. Yeah, all right. Mm. Uh, as for you, uh, get in touch with us on, uh, on Twitter using the hashtag the KP Sessions. Uh, some of you already have, so you might be reading a couple of them out later. And as Sue are up to as well throughout the show on Instagram and Snapchat, we've got producer Ben, Amazing Vicky, all doing stuff on Instagram and Snapchat tonight. So if you want to see us, please uh, check us out. Just search the KP Sessions. Now, oh, I had a wonderful fact this week right, that I've got to tell you. What um, I say? Do you know where the word posh comes from? No. Is it? If you say it, I'm going to be really annoyed. Okay. By the way. So just... Just, let's guess. do it again. Do you know where the word posh comes I've from? I've got no idea. Tell me, Kieran. Right, okay, so. <laughs> uh, it's to do with ships. Is this what you already know? Yeah. Right, okay, so. I don't know. Right, Come so if me. you were rich, right, if you were on a ship and you were rich, you would get a ticket on the port side, right, you know, like port and starboard side, yeah? Yeah. Um, leaving the harbour so you could wave goodbye, right, to the people on, on the harbour. But then on the way back, you could afford to swap to the starboard side to be waving as they came in. So it's, uh, it's port out, starboard home, A-E-P-O-S-H. That's yeah. why. Magic. What <laughs> happens if you don't have anyone to wave goodbye to, uh, but you can afford to do that? Known as a posh idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you can pretend. It's like, mm. it's like when you're very famous on stage, you, you, they all point and, like, at people in the crowd and like, go, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, they don't know who that person is. Could be anyone. But, but yeah, that's How where posh comes from. How do you know that? Guessing. Yeah. Well, because I like I, I play guitar. And I've got no friends, <laughs> so you know, I extrapolated. I was at a gig recently, right, yeah. where um, someone, the guy, the MC, the uh, compare went, "Oh, this guy's got hundreds of gigs under his belt." That's right, he's been to hundreds of gigs. Nice. I was like, "That's mm. amazing." Isn't it? Imagine walking That's out to that gentle comedy. Um, <laughs> right now, Catherine, um, it's been very windy today. That's been the majority of conversations people have had about the weather. Yes. Um, tell us what happened to you in a blizzard. In a blizzard, I uh, I, I had um, a friend, she'd come from Taiwan, uh, and she'd never seen snow before, so uh, I, I told her that we could go sledging, uh, but we, we ended up getting lost on the bliz- uh, on the moors, mm. uh, because... Which I, moors? Uh, I don't know what they were called, it's near home, near Rochdale, um, yeah, ju- we got lost, because I have a terrible sense of direction, um, she, didn't, she didn't get to go sledging. That was all. The only reason that she that, came. That sounds legitimately <laughs> terrifying to be yeah. lost in the moors. Yeah, that's a, she's never seen snow before, and the one no. time she does, you're like, let's <laughs> go. Let's go. <laughs> does like, <laughs> and does she <laughs> think it's like always like that as well? Yeah, I think so because she doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. But we did genuinely end up just in a barn <laughs> in a blizzard. <laughs> A bit Game of Thronesy. Yeah, and this woman was like, "Why, why are you? Yeah, in our like, barn? <laughs> where have you? Why have you brought me here? What's <laughs> like, going on? No, just some random woman who owned the barn to... just came and was like, "Why, why are you here?" Did and you sleep like, on the hay? Uh, oh no, we weren't out that long. Oh. Um, <laughs> God, no, we just. I ended up uh, having a phone up 
a taxi driver that I knew. And yeah. it was it was so small town taxi that like it was just him uh who owned the He's like the, the rank. only taxi driver. Yeah. Uh, and you would just go into his house because he lived at the rank, uh, and he just got family pictures up and like his two dogs there. Nice. Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, Nigel, can we have a lift?" Um, so I ended up calling him, and this old man just had to come out, drive up onto the moors, and save us. Um, <laughs> and he's dead now, but not because oh. of the blizzard. Yeah, well, um, good. Um, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> now this 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 friend of yours, like the, the, the um, it would have been. What what happens when like so she imagines like every time it snows in this country it's a blizzard right she's going to be so disappointed if she comes she comes back to England and like yeah, sees the train like stopping and be like oh my god this is really bad and finds out it's like literally an inch of snow <laughs> yeah because she's, it was like the the north so that we get the snow yeah they get proper weather up there yeah whereas down here we get it's, rubbish down it's here. terrible mm. <laughs> so disappointing right now I'm going to say three words to you um, yep. and you're going to tell a story accidental religious <laughs> conversion. <laughs> I uh, accidentally got converted to Islam in the first week that I was in London. Um, <laughs> absolutely innocently. Uh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd gone out to the shop um, to get eggs or something. And there was uh, some people handing out books on the street, uh, like, you know, free religious texts. So I was like, I, I like books. I'm a bit of a geek. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I just uh, just went and asked for one. Uh, he gave me a copy of the Quran. Lovely, lovely man. Uh, yeah, and then I ended up just chatting to him for a bit because it felt a bit rude to just take the book <laughs> and then, like, leave. Uh, yeah, took took the book. Uh, didn't really feel like I could disagree with what <laughs> it was that he was saying. Um, and then he, he ended up, he was like, hey, why don't you copy me saying these words in Arabic? And I was like, yeah, go on then. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Uh, and then and then I copied him saying them in English, and I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> this seems suspect. <laughs> um, and then he was like, you're a Muslim now. And I was like, oh, dear. And there was like a group around you. like they Yeah, because he got mates who were like, help, you know, also trying to convert people. Mm. And they all came. They started clapping. Uh, and that I definitely couldn't then say. You can just walk <laughs> off. <laughs> Thanks for the I book, like, guys. I, I avoid eye contact with everyone in the street. Yeah. Yeah. I miss friends and stuff that way. <laughs> you would think that I would have learned from that experience, but I, I straight up have not. You, um, like, wh- which other religions? Yeah, how many, how, many religions? Yeah. Like, how many religions do you have now? Oh, you know, the big three. Um, <laughs> I ended up with a man sitting on my knee uh, at a gig once because I was nice to him in the street. But that's a different story. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, I know it's not, not a man's story. I wouldn't know now. A man sitting on my knee accidentally because I got talked into being Santa Claus yeah. in a store. <laughs> I thought that was where it was going. I was like, you know. I like the colour yeah. red. Um, I can grow what, a full what, beard, but that God. was not. Yeah. <laughs> What happened with the guy sitting on your nu- in your lap? What was that? <laughs> is it sorry? First of all, is it radio friendly? It is radio Lovely. friendly. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, he 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 was clearly a troubled young man uh, who needed to speak to someone uh, in the street. Um, so I I spoke to him, <laughs> and then weird. he was like, uh, "Can I have a hug?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then he sat on my lap, and I couldn't get him off. And during was, the gig, do you mean? Like? Uh, no, just before the gig. Oh, I um, thought like I thought during. Like, no, I had no. two things in my head: either you were on a stage, and the bloke you sat down, <laughs> and he was a, like a ventriloquist, or you were at a gig as like a customer in the, like a row, and he came and sat on you. 
I'm definitely taking the ventriloquist idea. Oh. Uh, I've got to keep that one. But it was just uh, on the way no. to a gig. It was on the way to a gig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't perform too well that night. I was a little distracted. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> um, uh, but at least, like, when uh, you didn't get locked in. Uh, I did not, no. Uh, but but I have been locked in before. Uh, I've, I've been locked in Manchester Arndale Centre. I couldn't um, think of a better Arndale Centre to get locked in. Well, no, it's Eastbourne. it's fine. Eastbourne's it's good. Eastbourne. Uh, is it yeah, because I, no, I used to live down in Eastbourne. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only Arndale Centre I think I've ever That's used. It's the only two I know, <laughs> Manchester <laughs> and Eastbourne. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I went to Eastbourne once. It was night and it was raining. And oh, that yeah, sounds... It was great. I had a wonderful Were you shopping? Uh, Did you get converted to anything? <laughs> <laughs> no and no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tell us about getting yeah. lo- locked in. We It was Christmas. We decided that we were going to go in to the top of the car park because it's a really high building and have a look at all the Christmas lights. Um, we thought that it closed at 10. Uh, did not. It, it closes at nine, guys. It closes at nine. <laughs> Your stories start off so innocently yeah. and beautiful <laughs> and then they just go down the hill. I know. I've... I never do anything in malice, and it always turns around and, and bites me. Um, how long were you lo- how long were you like locked in there for? Uh, I mean, it can't have been that long, less than an hour. Oh. But like five minutes feels like it's a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah, when you, you don't want to be somewhere. Well, all, all the bad things seem to only happen for a little time. So that's, yeah, you, know, you only converted for a little while. And yeah, it, like, you're, well, only, you're only stuck in the blizzard for a little while. So. Right, you know you're talking about getting locked in, right? Uh, so we do Worst Jobby Wobby later, where we get uh, Catherine to talk about her worst job she's ever done. Uh, we do it every week with the comedian guest. But talking about being locked <laughs> in, uh, Joanna McGowan, a musician that had been on the show, she, her, she used to do a jo- her job, genuine job, was what uh, I think she was like when she was 18, is... You know when you get stuck in a lift and you press like yeah. the alarm button, she's the one that would answer the calls. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! And like, oh my god, yeah. So like I was thinking like that when you, if you were got like locked in, like, did she hate that job? Yeah. Uh, no, I think she didn't like. It. No, actually, I think it was really high, high pressured. But I mean, I yeah. you get a lot of that many calls. I mean, how many people get? Yeah, I don't know. I've never been stuck in a lift. Oh yeah, I've been stuck in a lift twice. One. I was just off to do something innocent, and I got stuck in a lift. Yeah, shopping again. One was genuinely whilst locked in the Arndale Centre, uh, <laughs> because we found a lift to go down, down. in, like from the thirteenth floor, and it just stopped. Cracking. And yeah. it does it at the twelfth? You get out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it managed to like just judder open, and I mean, like I've never left. What was the second time? Faster. What was the second one? Uh, I was working in a cafe and I got in the goods lift. Uh, it got stuck. And then I called the cafe to try and get me out of the lift. And they didn't answer the phone because they thought that it was the boss. <laughs> uh, and they didn't want to have to speak to him. I was like, guys, oh please. Um, so how did you eventually get out? Uh, I think someone else wanted to use the lift. I saw you cradling there. Eating. <laughs> yeah. Was there loads of food down on the lift if it was a cafe? No, it was, uh. I just had my phone. But it wasn't like oh. smartphone days. It oh. was like you could text or call. So you could play Snake while being brought. So a lot of blank uh, yes. faces around the other side of the studio. Like, yeah, if 16, 18 year olds at work on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is this not smartphone? <laughs> um, Nokia. And um, just very quickly, tell us about another job story uh, about the Tetris thing. Oh, the Tetris thing. Uh, so I, between leaving college uh, and I did the Edinburgh Festival, which is, of course, for a, a finite period of time, hadn't really planned ahead, so I ended up on the dole, mm. uh, which isn't a lot of money, really, is it? Uh, so just ended up playing Tetris professionally. What? Um, <laughs> I just go <laughs> online. Yeah, yeah. What it, you can. Who pays for that? Yeah. Just <laughs> competitions. 
Is you it like, so you're, the only way you make money is by prize money, yeah? Yeah, but I'm really good at it. Are you really, really good? good? Yeah. So if we like give you loads of like inanimate objects tonight, like pieces of paper, how, can you... No, I was thinking of a really like, yeah. like, just put them together to make something. Well, genuinely, it does help with like trying to organise boxes. <laughs> and, like, you, know. you must be amazing on a holiday. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I can pack... Pack cases. Apart from like those, like, boss. whereas none of these is the L shape. Well, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, what's your favourite one? My my one was the long, about four squares. The long one. And yeah. Tetris. That's my favourite one because you use them as the layers at the bottom, don't you? Yeah, mm. but it's also always a godsend when you've built up your main area and you've just got that one line going down the side that's yeah. empty. And, and you can you flip that top. long line as well, yeah. can't you? Yeah. So this is a Tetris hour. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, uh, so yeah, we've got Pedestrian Zero, uh, who's going to be performing live, and comedian Catherine Mather. She's going to be telling us more stories uh, later on, including a couple of even worse or weirder jobs than being a professional <laughs> Tetris player here on Miskin Radio. That is big time uh, from Ryan Fox, Longfield-based uh, singer-songwriter. In the studio, we have a uh, Pedestrian Zero uh, singer-songwriter and a uh, Catherine Mather a comedian. Um, now we heard from Catherine. We're going to be moving hearing more from her uh, throughout the show. Um, now, Pedestrian Zero. Hello. Uh, you have released 24 songs. 24 songs. In the last two years. Two years. Yeah, we've been doing a song a month. Uh, so writing, recording, and releasing a song a month. Uh, me and Paul West. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a little studio up in New Ash Green. And uh, yeah, so like 2016, January, we, we started. And uh, two years later, we're still doing the same thing. I'm actually going in this coming Monday to do number 25. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to... We'll do a Kickstarter quite soon to kind of collect them in a physical product of some yeah, some kind. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a quite <laughs> nice mirror imagery on the numbers because it's twenty-four songs. It's the twenty-fourth today, That's and correct. the twenty-fifth song, and there's there'll be the next one. And there's been how many musicians involved? We've had well, we've had us well. If you if you like, Paul West is the producer. So if we if we assume he's kind of part of the thing, then it's actually been twenty-four musicians that we've had involved across those twenty-four. And the songs next well, one will so. make it twenty-fifth or five. Yeah, 25, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we've got 25 musicians and me as well, so 26, but yeah. Right, <laughs> you've, you've provided me with a list yeah, was it, of we the was, 25 names. Yeah, we were chatting about this and, and you said, oh, I, be- <laughs> I was like, I bet you can't name them all. Yeah, <laughs> so now, be prepared to lose some friends, but... <laughs> yeah, because right, uh, I'm going to leave someone out, I'm sure. I, 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 if, you know what? I wish we had the countdown, countdown clock. But... Yeah, go. See okay. How, right. So we've got Paul West, obviously. Yep. Uh, we've got Cy Fawcett from Three Years Down, uh, Seth Harding, Claire Goss from Ruse Radio. Uh, we've had Ant Martin, Han Goslett. We've had Tom Knight. Uh, we have had um, Gareth Cousins, Adam Jarvis <laughs> from Seeker. We've had Pud Greenleys and Paul James Richards from One Day Earlier. We've had Matt Osler. We've had, this is, we've had Mark Goslett. Did I say Mark Goslett? I think I said Han, but not Mark. Uh, we've had uh, Harry Green. We've had Michaela Cartmel. We've had Rob Townley. We've had... <laughs> Sass Harding. Sass Harding. Uh, Mark. I've got, how many more have I got? Oh, you've got an Adam. I've got eight left, I think. You've got an I've Adam. Got, I did Adam Jarvis. You've got Scott. Scott Mallard from Science. Uh, you've got an Aaron. Sorry, Scott. Aaron. Aaron, sorry. And, and AJ and Ali. Ali, yeah. <laughs> so and all the people in my band. Jack. Oh, my God. You've got a Jack. Oh, Jack Lewis. Oh. Uh, and then the last name. Uh, Phil. Uh, Phil James. And, and then a Carl. Or have you done Carl? 
Oh, Carl Addy as well. Yeah, he's coming yeah. on Monday, actually. And then Kieran Paul on your 25th one. Kieran yeah? Paul's coming in here. He's going to do a yeah. rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song. Wicked. Uh, he's going to, yeah, it's going to tear it wide open. I'm going to rap about cricket script. and snooker, yeah? <laughs> uh, oh, that was hopeless. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, no, that was fine. I can't, name, I can't name 25 friends. If it was just me doing all these songs, it would have been a very different mm. 24 songs. It must like, be fun, though, like, if there's so many people involved. It's fantastic. And I, I've been genuinely amazed at how... Uh, how up for it people are doing like, you know like, do you mind coming along and just playing something and people like are you're just saying so Phil James did stuff with Ed Sheeran yeah <laughs> yeah. I was just yeah Phil James played mandolin for Ed Sheeran um, and he I know him through Aunt Martin who's Aunt is like the connector like he, he'll connect all these different people to different yeah. people he knows all these people in the scene and uh, yeah, he d- he came in one day and he did some he did some guitar and like I think you're playing the track next week. It's it's got some it's got an amazing guitar. Yeah, solo. we have a, an exclusive from you next yeah, week. Yeah, incredible guitar solo, and that's Phil James. Um, mm. He's done that. So yeah. Um, okay, well it's uh, time for your your first <laughs> song, Violet. Okay, you introduce I'm it. See how this goes. Um, so this is uh, this is one of my dad's favourites. So this is called Someone Else's Problem. Without wishing to get too heavy-handed I'd like to suggest a boat in which we've all just been landed It's listening quite badly to port or to starboard Never really took the time to learn to tell them apart Oh, well that's not the point, I digress Probably be good at it to learn to hand with this mess If that's not too inconvenient Let's hope we get to root of it The problem is easy to man Without starting again, yeah Hold on to Behind, but I'll still be light to get all that we deserve. Wanna change your mind? Wanna take the other side? Here's what I'm wanting to say. It sets me down to think it might just be a cliche. If there's one thing you could try, should try be something else. And if you do and reply, they might have a quick go at being you. Perhaps you get back because that might not be so hard to do. Should I say it again? Not that it's likely to help, it's always someone else's problem. Well, maybe I'm spent again. Hold up, do you mind? You're demanding this of me. And I know my rights, and I won't be left behind. But I'm scared. If you can sit there in the trappings of your comfortable life And still surround yourself with hatred and bitterness If you can't muster just the smallest spark of empathy still think only about what you can get for yourself then it's not someone else's problem Hold on to your mind You're demanding this of me And I know my rights And I won't be held behind But I'll stand in line To get all we deserve 
That is someone else's problem uh, from <laughs> Pedestrian <laughs> Zero. Um, and that is the track uh, that Sirens and Shelter is in. Yeah, and we had Scott Mallard from Sirens and Shelter and also um, Adam Jarvis played Keys um, from Seeker. Uh, so it, it, it t- and Ant Martin played bass <laughs> and Paul played drums. And it turned into like this. Ant said, why do you make it like South American? I was like, hmm? Hmm. And then Paul was like, I know what that is, and starts playing this samba beat. And I was like, yeah, why not? Cool. <laughs> so that was, all right, well, cool. So, yeah, so if you check it out online, someone yeah. else's problem. It's, it's like a real kind of, and Scott Mallard did this beautiful guitar stuff, and we had this kind of organ sound. It was, it was great. Well, I will let you uh, get your breath back. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? I've got loads of breath. Okay. Uh, all right. Count to ten, then, in French. One, two, three, four. Uh, un, two, two, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, huit, neuf, dix. I don't know why that would show lung capacity, but there you go. Uh, right, okay, so we're going to get uh, another track now from um, James Kirby. He's a Canterbury singer songwriter. The track is called Flames. Um, and we've still got uh, Toby's uh, second live song, which is a cover of an REM song. And, of course, we've still got loads more from our comedian Catherine Mather here on Miskin Radio. Hi, I'm singer-songwriter Lucy Kitt, and you're listening to the Kieran Paul Sessions on Miskin Radio. That is a Lucia uh, with their track Romance. Uh, now it is time for our second live song from Pedestrian Zero. It's a cover. Uh, it's an REM cover. And if you want to watch it as well as listen to it, just go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page and you'll be able to watch it as well as listen. So uh, Pedestrian Zero, I'll leave it to you to tell us which REM song yeah. it is. Uh, this is End of the World as we know it. I don't even know what the song's called. Anyway. It's called It's the End of the it's World. It's the End of the yeah, there you go. Starts with an earthquake, bird snakes an aeroplane. Kieran Poole is not afraid. I am a hurricane, a city self channel while singing song. Tell me something you own, beating up and lost. I feel fine 
some time alone. Time I had some time alone. It's time I had some time alone. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world. I feel fine. Oh, it's the end of the world. Uh, an REM cover by Pedestrian Zero. Um, that was tremendous. What an effort that took. I mean, the, the lyrics are so unbelievably quick, aren't they? Yeah, not actually originally. We, <laughs> if you if you listen to the original, it's a hell of a lot slower than yeah, that. Yeah. But we, we played it with Strange Day with um, Paul and Aaron and AJ and Ali and all those people. But that's a previous band, Strange Day. Uh, current band. We're playing this mm. year, actually. Oh, yeah. lovely. Um, I think. Um, but yeah, so, but it just creeps up in speed, like particularly with Paul Drummond, like he's, he's just like a monster. Would he do it just to wind you up, like suddenly go quicker? quicker. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Uh, but it like is the the faster you go, the, the funner it is. But obviously, then you're like, I, you know, I'm I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I'm more of a close to it though. Fumbler. Fumbler. We've just played it so many times. It's all like, it's embedded in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you want to hear those sessions again, you can on the podcast. Uh, just search the Kieran Paul sessions wherever you get your podcast and download it for free uh, from tomorrow morning. And remember as well, there is now a free bonus podcast every week, uh, a comedy podcast, and you can hear it on uh, Jason's show tomorrow, the live track again from four till six. Um, now, just before we do the worst jobby wobby section uh, with our comedian Catherine, um, last week uh, my brother tweeted him. My brother's a scientist, right? And, Science. And he was he said that he was using uh, some machine during like listening to the show, and and we all had a guess. Like when right when you had that song at Nostal Nostalgic, none of us could pronounce it right. Quite similar to that. And so he was using a, he, a mass spectrometer, mass spe- right? Yeah, and Ben tried to cheat and had a, on Google and read it out, but Ben. Googled it and still got it wrong, right? <laughs> so, and Vicky no, now knows what it is. Grandma Gra- brother has sent me it, but Vicky, what is it without looking at my, what you're looking at? This now? is what I. So, I, I, knew, I thought I knew the basics of it last week because I, it's in CSI a lot, and I knew that it, like, basically told you about what makes up, like, a thing. So, if they have, like, a sample from, like, a crime scene, it would tell you all the different elements within it. Right. So that's what I thought it was. I also thought it spun round, which I was told was a centrifuge yeah. by someone else. I but think you're wrong. No, it breaks. It breaks it An down. An instrument that splits a spectrum of masses within a sample. Do you reckon yeah. that's right, Cat? Toby? Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds. Good Sound, I think it sounds good to me, doesn't it? I, I think that's what you said, though. I don't think yeah. a scientist is an actual job. Um, <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> is, is it though? Like, to be fair, though, he says that me doing comedy isn't a proper job. So, <laughs> to be fair, give me a high five on that. Wahoo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm maths. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah, what? fair enough. No, but it would be a math. Mathematician. What do you do? Oh, yeah. mathematician. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. scientist is a job, but there's no but such thing as like being the person that knows algebra. Like I'm an algebraic equation maker. No, you're not, mate. <laughs> yeah. You do the beeping them. at Tesco. I mean, come on. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's there. We go. We finally know now what a spectrometer is. Um, but if you are using another type of lab equipment while listening to the show, do let us know uh, with the hashtag the KP sessions. Whether it's a microscope, I can't think of any other. What, what other things in the lab? Bunsen burner. Bunsen burners. Test for little tube. guinea pigs. Um, do let us know. Um, right, it's time now for. 
this little beauty. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. So, uh, this is where we get our comedian, uh, Catherine Mather, to talk about the worst jobs uh, she has done while doing comedy or before it. So, tell us, uh, what is your worst jobby wobby? I've got to be honest with you, I was delighted when I heard that I was going to have to do this because I've had a lot of terrible jobs. Uh, <laughs> Were you shopping on the way to them? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, the the most recent terrible job that I've done uh, was just before I moved to London. Oh, it's, I was a manager at a children's play centre, um, you know, the soft play centres. Mm. Uh, so I'd gone for the interview. Uh, it was 20 hours catering assistant that I'd gone for. And I sat down and it was like, so you're here for the 40 hours a week uh entertainment manager role and I was like yeah go on then <laughs> fully didn't believe I was going to get it yeah. uh, did uh, don't know how I was had no qualifications for it at all uh, so ill suited to it absolutely hated it it was horrendous um, I had to dress up as Peppa Pig uh, I had to dress up as Olaf from Frozen. Did you have to entertain children? Uh, I had to entertain oh. children yeah uh, it was horrible because Kids are awful. Well, so many, like, especially actors have come on this show when we do this worst job thing, and they have said, like, they've dressed up as, like, a bear in, like, something like Bear Factory Shops and that. The last time I was here, it was, um, was it? She was talking about dressing up as Pluto, I think. Pluto, yeah. Fiona Ridgewell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, all these, yeah, she did, didn't she? Yeah, like, it's incredible the amount of things. She wanted to be a Disney princess. Yeah, there you go. And she was Pluto. I'll have to form a support group. But that's, I mean, that's just one of them. You can hide your face there, like. Yeah, but the thing is, like, there was this kid that you because we did lunch with Pepper, so I would dress up every week well, as Peppa Pig. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And like most of the time, it was quite fun. I liked doing that bit. But there was this kid who would come every week and just punch me like nice. square in the face. Where's the parents? But it's yeah, they're like in the cafe. Like <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what you need to I'll do. Give you a tenner if you go and punch Peppa Pig. Yeah. You need to convert oh, him to a peace-loving religion. I That's should what you need to do. do that. Um, <laughs> and uh, you, but you have to work in hospitality as well. Uh, I do, yeah. Uh, oh, I do it. I do it for the love of uh, the love of serving wealthy people uh, nice food. Uh, I did <laughs> that I can never afford to eat. Uh, but I did. I did one. I was working in a hotel. That was quite nice because uh, I I got to uh, clean Ryan Reynolds' hotel room. Um, nice. Yeah, because was there anything you, weird in there? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I don't think I'd be allowed to say yeah, <laughs> there was. Yeah, to be really. fair, although the um, the Deadpool suit was just like slung over a, Fantastic. a, a chair. That's and, pretty cool, isn't it? I know, That's I'd, pretty cool. I got well excited by that. Um, right, but so you knew that was Ryan Reynolds, yeah? You knew I that. did know that was but Ryan Reynolds. But who didn't you realise you were talking to? Oh yeah, I uh, worked at an event once, I uh, was just collecting glasses in, just got chatting to a guy, I'm a chatty person, I'm a nice, I'm a nice gal. Uh, is it the Pope? Is <laughs> <this> <laughs> it was the Pope, no. Did you get converted to Catholicism? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, another brand of the religion. <laughs> um, no, so I, a, a manager just sort of came over to me and was like, hey Catherine, can you just uh, just just come over here? I was like, yeah, sure, what, what's going on? Uh, led me into the kitchen. I was like, you can't talk to him. I was like, why Why not? It's just a guy. And like, because it's Kofi Annan. And I was like, oh, Secretary right. Secretary General of the United Nations, yes. the UN. Honestly, I could not describe to to you what he looks like. Now. Yeah, I j- yeah, I'm so out of touch with pop culture. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> He's like like one of the most like important people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> uh, well, he, he was. Did he have any security nice. around him? 
No, you, t- you tend no, you to you tend to more hear out. hear about him. He's like, a t- he's no you hear about him talk, you don't see that many photos yeah. though. You, you more yeah. just hear it on the you know on the radio. Yeah, like, like I know him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, so I, I think I've got some sympathy with that one. Was he a nice chap though? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. seemed yeah. all right. Yeah, oh, there you go. I once I once served Billy from Neighbours in um, McDonald's. You guys were there. He he played Jesse Susan's son. Jesse can't remember his second name, but he was in House as well. He's the Australian doctor. Oh, the fit one. I certainly. Well, well, he wasn't because he was eating McDonald's. Well, actually, my my. My manager was kind of, she was wetting herself beside the milkshake machine and I was trying to keep <laughs> my cool, like serving him because he was in the panto in Hastings and I was serving. Oh, he came what, in. what a fall from grace. Uh, well, uh. well I, I think this was while he was still in, so I think that's where come and do like, that. Like, like he used yeah. to work in Australia and neighbours. Like, have we got a panto in Hastings? Do you, do you fancy? <laughs> I'm not quite yeah. sure how that happened. Go on, yeah. heard about Hastings. Um, and then finally, uh, the armed hostage situation. Oh yeah, uh, I got... Um, I got blacklisted uh, by a whole bunch of, um, well, by a company, uh, because the, as we were leaving our shift, they got a call on the radio and they're like, oh, by the way, guys, there's an armed hostage situation uh, going on by the staff door, so be careful. <laughs> uh, be careful? <laughs> yeah. And Remember I was the like, health and safety procedures we <laughs> outlined on day one? Yeah. Walk, walk past slowly, don't trip. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like know what. I don't know how they expected us to be careful, but I was like, hey, perhaps maybe we could leave through, you know, like the guest entrance on this one occasion. Uh, and they were like, no, you may not. And then called it up and we're like, yeah, we don't we don't ever want her working for us again. Um, and I'm not supposed to have told people about that. That's but right, no You know what? Like, I, people <laughs> What's the hostage, Kofi Annan? Is that what it was? <laughs> yes. All my stories. I mean, yeah. Ryan Reynolds turned up dressed as Deadpool. <laughs> I slipped into my Peppa Pig suit. <laughs> we had a wonderful time. And we couldn't fit in there everywhere, so we used my Tetris skills to fit us all in the room. <laughs> it all ties together. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. The gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. And Ben. Yeah. Thank you for downloading. Uh, do click subscribe so you get a free podcast delivered straight to your device as soon as it's out. Also, if you get your podcast on iTunes, do give us a star rating and a review, even if it's bad. Maybe, yeah, even if it's bad. How about saying be a star and give us a rating? No. Oh. But also give us a follow on Instagram and Snapchat. Just search to KP Sessions. Maisie's here. She's our new member of our team, Ben. Maisie's oh. lovely. What's her role? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. She just sits in, watches. Mm. Mm. Eats crisps. Ooh. Ooh. Sharing is caring. Just yeah. remember that. It's probably about time we stop recording now, isn't it? Yeah, we've got a show to do. Mm. Maisie, can I have a drink? No, get it yourself. Oh, Actually, Ben, we didn't we didn't uh, put you in. Can you like pretend to be coming through the door? Slam the door now. Slam it. Slam it. Oh, Ewan's just arrived. Hey, Ewan. <laughs>